0: Where do I start from? This is a very touching topic to my heart, very close to my heart. And I believe that uh, it is one of the most life-changing and transform- transformative or transformational uh, subject that relates to human beings as we are. Now, I'm give- I know I have 30 minutes to share something and we'll have some uh, Q&A's. The long and short of my story before I get into this subject matter, is that uh, born and raised 1982, yeah, I just turned 39, lost my father 1994, that was a defining moment. You'll also understand from the short story I'm gonna tell you on how it relates to personal branding. I'm told, the only thing I'm told when I was a kid was that I always uh, was very meticulous in whatever I did. And I was always quite very uh, touchy when it comes to, um, a hygiene and the setup of the house and all that kind of stuff. So I was trying to track down, of course, my uh, genetic uh, heritage from where I come from and how I ended up where I am, which we shall talk about later. Then later on, when the loss of my dad meant that life had to switch from a, a silver spoon in the mouth to a life of hard work. And I went through uh, high school already, discovering that I wanted to be in the media. I remember started. Uh, uh, those of you that ever uh, had or been in Nagalama, I started what they call NBC Nagalama Broadcasting Corporation. I would just read news without uh, a microphone on the assembly. I was preparing, and I hope if you have your paper and you're taking notes already, there's key points in here. I was preparing for a season that was to come in the future. That's why I always encourage parents when I'm doing mentorship for young boys and girls. It's very important for kids to understand at an early age who they are and what they are on earth. So the long and short of my personal story is that uh, by the time I finished uh, high school, I got into Makere University by God's grace. And when I was at university, I had three jobs working with UTV then, Kampala FM and Daily Monitor. Three jobs. And this was me again building. Now, in the building of my reputation, here we talk about the process. You've heard about saying to do the saying to do with trust the process. Okay, so I get into Macquarie University, worked with UTV because that's the longest organ. It's the organization I served the longest. I did twelve years with UBC until <clears throat> I discovered something. And listened to this very carefully. What got me getting out of UBC? Listen to me very carefully. I love employment and I always tell young entrepreneurs, before you get into entrepreneurship, it's very important for you to get employed because employment is the only college where you get paid to learn, okay? So whilst I was at UBC from 24, 25, 26, 27, at 27, I began to observe something uh, peculiar And if you're going to grow your personal brand, it's going to be very important uh, to be a quick learner through many ways, but among many ways by being an observatory student. I like learning by observation. Learning by observation is where you look at someone, look at something, and learn from it by just sight that leads you to insight. Why does he drive the way he drives? Why does he relate the way he relates? Now, while at UBC, I recognize that there's, uh, there's close to 60 uh, percent workers in UBC that are over 50 years old. Now, with all due respect and, and not sounding materialistic, some of these guys didn't even have a bicycle to their name. OK, 50 years and above, not even a motorcycle. I ask myself the key question, and if you're going to build your personal brand, you're going to have to get to a place where you ask yourself some questions, some engaging intentional questions. Where do I want to be in this life? And I always, there's a famous quote that I'm known for, one, if you do not know what you want in this life, then at least get to know what you don't want. Did you hear that? If you do not know what you want in this life, then at least get to know what you do not want. Okay, right. So here's the thing. At 27, I discovered something. I say, hang on a minute. What do I want to be like when I'm at 50 years old and above? And first for me, the answer was fulfilling purpose. Was I fulfilling purpose at UBC? Yeah, in a way, yes. But then the second thing was, okay, I wanted to be financially free, and I wanted to be wealthy in terms of time. You know, there are different kinds of wealth, but that's not the subject for today. So there's the wealth of uh, that's built by finances. Then there's the wealth that is amazing. That is the one. That is time, which is the currency of life, time. And I say to myself, I set a deadline, say by 30, age 30, I don't want to be employed. Now, long story short, by the time I was 29, there was a shakeup in UBC and I was promoted to quality assurance manager from a guy who was just a producer and a presenter earning 700,000 Uganda shillings to a guy who was owning... Sorry, who was earning about uh, $2.8 million. Now, for a um, 28-year-old young man, that was good for me. But remember, this comes at a time when 30, I've said I'm resigning. Long story again, short. 30, I submit my resignation letter, which was not accepted. And again, you'll understand that in brand, uh, in, in brand growth, your personal brand growth, it's very important that you grow your growth to a level where you're, discu- you're undiscardable. Until you get to a point where you present your resignation to your CEO and your CEO says, what can we do? How how can we make things better for you to stay? And those are the questions that I was asked because I was presenting value to my organization. But I said, no, I need to go. They refuted my uh, submission and I just had to up and get out of UBC. I spent, no, I I started my first business and I... Chris Group is an organization I had already registered. Again, back to preparation, but I had no idea about cash flows. So we set up the first uh, uh, company on Bunga Road, and uh, within three months, I'd lost all the money because I didn't understand cash flows. I employed twelve people. I was more preoccupied with having my title CEO and chairman on the on the on the door, and that was it. So three years down, three months down the road, I was back to zero. The workers left me uh, because there was nothing in the company. I had to leave the house where I was renting for 1 million shillings to a house that I was renting 200K down in some roadside in Mugendaje, if you've been to Mugendaje, Mugendaje, down there. So for eight months, I was broke, highly tempted to go back into employment. But I had decided to reinvent myself, and I refused the temptation to go back into employment. Until my first breakthrough, I had the, uh, the person introducing me. Uh, one of the identities people have of me, they think of me as the host of the property show. Now, correction on that, we actually, my organization owns a media company called Sun Media that produces television content, which includes the property show in Uganda, in Rwanda, in Tanzania. Now, why am I saying this? For seven, eight years, sorry, for seven, eight months, I was broke to the bone and I was, I always tell this story and I'm proud of it because it partly made me. We would have porridge bushera for breakfast, for lunch and for dinner with my uh, brother, little brother. So eight months later, I got my first breakthrough for the property show, and I can humbly tell you that for seven years, the property show, now we're making nine years, but for about seven years, eight years before COVID came in, the property show, nobody would have known was actually the wealthiest show on the TV media waves. I won't mention numbers here, but on a monthly turnover, it was by far the wealthiest show, Uh, uh, but, but then now, I, need to, I needed to reproduce myself and multiply, okay? So uh, property show, we started a construction company called Rex. We started an interior designing firm called Rix. We, design, we designed a studio called Rex making furniture and manufacturing uh, interior objects and all that. Now, why am I sharing with you all this? If you're gonna build your personal brand, you're gonna be brave. Let me tell you a, a short story, okay? So there was this interesting kingdom, and I hope you get the humor in this, please. Are you all listening, by the way? Are you, are you with me?
1: Yes, we are fully here. Fully right and clear.
0: Light Great. And clear. There, was this, there was this interesting kingdom in the 18th century. And the king's daughter was due for marriage. And the king had a habit of wanting the daughter to be married to the bravest, the most courageous, the most tenacious young man. So what he did is set up a prize. He said, Um, Out of the young men in the kingdom, the young man will get uh, 10,000 cattle worth of a ranch, 1 million US dollars, and they would marry his daughter if the young man did this one thing. He had to swim across a 100-meter pool, and the pool had crocodiles in it, ferocious crocodiles, okay? That when you looked into pool, there was already tons of blood that indicated there was some human beings that had been sucked up by these crocodiles. Now, when the challenge was given into the kingdom, a young man within splits of seconds had dashed across the pool to the end. The king asked for this young man to be brought to him and asked the young man, young man, how did you do that? The young man had no idea. The king asks the young man, so did you do this to actually win my daughter's hand in marriage? The young man said, no. Did you do this to win the one million US dollars? The young man said, no. Did you do this to win the ranch with 10,000 cattle? The young man said, no. The king said, why did you do this? How did you do this and why? The young man responded and said, all I need to know is who is the fool that threw me and pushed me into the pool? I hope you got the humor in that. So, the point here is no young man was daring to go into that pool. This young man was thrown in by mystic. Okay? But because he had been thrown into a pool where he was filled with chaos and satanity and death in the face of death itself, so, he gained the courage and the mastery to swim across that pool. What's the point? Each one of us has got something on the inside of us that we need to develop to take us to the, from one level to the next level as we live through life. Okay, let's listen to these. Uh, let's just watch these, uh, these or oh, listen to these great quotations before I get to start quickly. Don't worry, I'm gonna do this in the next 15 minutes and I'll be done. <clears throat> Sir Richard Branson says, branding demands. Now, please, if you're taking notes, these are some things you're gonna note down. Branding demands commitment. Your personal branding is going to require commitment. Commitment to continue continual reinvention. Mm-hmm. Striking chords with people to stir their emotions and commitment to imagination. There are keywords here you need to take note on. Commitment, reinvention, continual reinvention. Okay. Commitment to imagination. Okay. Now. Chris Ducker once said, your personal brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room, remember that. And more importantly, more importantly, your personal brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. All right, let's get started now. For 12 years, for a better part of my 12 years, I was a guy known for suits. Those of you that would be watching right now, I I, I always put on suits all the time. One day, I wanted to have a meeting with a top CEO. And when I was invited in, the CEO couldn't remember my name. <clears throat> but the CEO remembered one thing. He said, Oh, the smart guy. Did you see that? So over time, I had created a brand known. Your brand is what you're known for. Your brand is the statement you make to the world that you're able to deliver on the promises of your purpose. Can I say that again? Your personal brand is your personal promise to the world that you will be able to deliver on the fulfillment of your purpose on earth. Okay, here's the thing. What is this personal brand thing about, the magic? Now, I know that when Rotary when Rothera Kampala put together this title, this theme, it wasn't so much about personal branding being magical. No, personal branding is not magical. But when you build your personal brand, you begin to spike out magic. Why isn't it magical? It's not magical because it's not miraculous and it's not an instant microwave experience. Building a personal brand is a process. Now, along the process, your brand might be tainted. That's why organizations and companies spend millions of dollars globally trying to run what you call crisis management campaigns and plans to restore a brand. I'll say to you, um, was it 2017? I I went through an experience that tainted my personal brand. What was that? And I'm not shy to speak about this. I lost my first marriage, okay? And now, of course, today, by the way, oh, guys, if you're watching, uh, listening in right now, I don't know how the guy that invited me, chucked me, today's actually our anniversary. So if you could say happy anniversary, I think my wife is not around here, but today happens to be our second year anniversary. Happy anniversary. Since I'm the one of I
1: think I should go first. Happy
0: anniversary. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you. But why did I bring this up? Why did I bring this up? If you're listening to me right now, the road to success is very interesting. And I always tell people, let's talk about family, all right, as personal branding. Nobody ever walks down the aisle with the intention of ending up in a divorce or a separation. Nobody ever does that. But life happens. And when it happens, the one thing that I learned, for eight months, I knocked myself down. I nearly lost it, okay? But I realized, hang on a minute, when life happens, you've got to pick yourself up, dust the dust off yourself, and pick yourself up and move on with life i hope somebody gets it for those of you that are watching that are listening in right now you could be married with a happy family amazing you might be single looking but getting married you might be having a good job a good career but i'll tell you something i'm a preacher and i've heard so many preachers always say to people life's going to happen to you in a straight line and it's going to be miracle after miracle and there will never be setbacks and all kind of thing guys that's a lie we all would desire that to happen in our lives but sometimes Life will not come to us in a straight line. There'll be curves, there'll be obstacles, there'll be hindrances. What we were born for and created for is to overcome. Now, those of you that are ardent readers of your Bible, we are talked about as overcomers. Now, if there wasn't anything to overcome, thank you so much uh, for the anniversary greetings and regards. So, if there wasn't anything to overcome, then why would actually God talk about overcoming? So, I mentioned that because that was a date in 2017 and Google. Google instantly forgot about all the successes of my life and focused. And that's how human beings are. You've got to learn this. And as you grow older, you will realize that life's people are more interested in the bad that happens to you about you. that spreads much faster. And that quickly gets people running away from you. The good things about your life will get people running to you. The bad things about your life will cause people to run away from you. But I had to read reinvent myself remember the key point from sir richard branson continual reinvasion when i lost the marriage i realized i tried to fix it and try to fix it until we agreed with the mother of my 10 year old daughter it wasn't gonna work there was no devil in this we amicably and today we are great friends we talk and laugh and all that kind of thing that season and phase passed okay now let's get to this What is personal branding all about? There's three facets to personal branding. Number one, okay, without specific order, you've got body, soul, and spirit. That is what man is made of, okay? You and I are made up of body, soul, and spirit. Now, if you're going to grow your personal brand, it has to capture the three facets. Now, most important of all these facets is the spirit part, okay? Then the soul part, then the body parts. Let's start with why the spirit part is important. People always ask me, how do I discover my purpose? Now, if you're gonna grow, if you're gonna experience thorough personal growth and development for your personal brand, it's very important that you discover your originality, your authenticity, who you are and why you are, who you are on earth and why you are on earth. How do you discover that? Now, oftentimes for those of you that are church folk that are listening to me, we like to sit down and think there's a prophet going to come out from there and tell me what my phone number is. Tell me who, I, who my mother is and tell me what I was born for. Guys, 98% of the times, it's not a prophet that's going to tell you what your purpose on earth is. 99% of the times, 100% of the times, it's going to be your inner witness. That is the spirit part that is going to witness to you what your purpose on earth is and from this emerges your personal brand. You've got to discover it yourself. I do a lot of life coaching and mentorship and people come over to me and say, what? I'm trying to, I'm finding it so hard to find my purpose and try harder, find it from the right place. That inner place, that inner place, that's the witness of the purpose of the spirit because we're made of God, his soul and spirit. So listen, there's a very interesting theological statement here that we are first in the spirit, in the spiritual realm before we are in the fleshly realm. And listen to this, in life, things happen from two realms, the realm of the spirit and the realm of the mind. So if we were first spirit beings and original spirit beings, therefore we need to remain connected, whether you're Muslim, Buddhist, wherever, whether you're Catholic, Anglican, born again, listening to me right now, it's very important, number one, foundationally to be in touch with your god daniel eleven thirty two says they that know their god shall be strong and they shall do exploits so your identity is in knowing your god did you take note of that your identity is in knowing your god all the greatness and all the exploits and all the successes are in knowing your god now the foundation being the spirit it's very interesting in uh uh um, um no, we'll get to that later. So we've dealt with the spirit part. Let's go to the soul bit. Now, if your spirit is all right, you you pray, you pray as well as you should. You read the word, you if you're Muslim, you read your Quran and, and, and you have a relationship with God, it will amaze you how at, at what levels of, of realms you will move to be able to understanding more about you and your purpose. Two, we go to the soul. Your soul is very important, your soul is the custodian of a huge part of our personal brand building, which is the emotional part. And in the seven types of capital, I talk about the emotional capital. Emotional capital is so important in building your actual manifestable or manifestable metaphysical personal brand. If your emotion, if your state of emotion is not in the right place, you take things personal, you have a messed up relationship that redefines you. There's a friend of mine, a young lady, who's been messed up by six guys. And now her statement is, all men are trash. Ladies, does that statement sound familiar? All men are trash. Because six men messed you up, all men become trash. Do you know what that person has done to their personal brand? They have created a statement, a mission statement, all men are trash. What is What this is going to mean is that Every other man that's going to come into this girl's life from now onwards actually is going to end up being trash because that's the statement. That's the vision statement she has in her soul. The vision she has of men is trash. But you've got to change that in your soul and begin to believe that there's the right man for me. It's been phases where I've met the wrong ones. So that's how important the soul beat is. You've got to be in the right place emotionally. Let me also end by saying on the soul beat, our souls, most of the times, are also defined by the experiences we've been through, where we are born, who bore us, and what experiences we grew in. There was, I, was, I was talking about uh, uh, the, the money mystery with some youngsters, and I was telling them if you grew up in a family that always says, Oh, money doesn't grow on trees, or oh, Junior needs shoes, his shoes are torn, hey, money doesn't grow on trees. Uh, and there was always insufficiency. What's your soul going to pick and throw to your mind? Your soul is going to pick the signals that the world is filled with insufficiency and lack. Now that's going to build the callousness on your mind to know that you're in a world of lack and insufficiency. On the opposite side of things, the world is filled with abundance, but you were never brought out with the mindset of that. Therefore, in the soul, it is very important for you that are parents watching me or listening to me right now. Um, if you, when you're bringing up your kids, it's very important to raise your kids in an environment that teaches them the values that you stand for, the values that are building you because it's a process. Let's go to the actual very important one now. The other two are very important, but now the spirit and soul is then manifestable into the body. <clears throat> are we there? The body is what we call the object or the factor that operates in the metaphysical world if we're getting the, the whole point so the metaphysical world is the manifestable world as we see it okay so let's break down the body if we're going to understand personal branding being magical personal branding in this case is this, is in the sense that the body has a number of elements let's start with the physical now first first take note of this very quickly take note of this there are seven keys to personal branding i will revisit them as i tell you the different breakdowns number one identity if you're taking notes please identity identity is in the identifying of who you are and why you are where you are and what you are and whose you are and which you are which of course is about the purpose okay Identity many people in life deal with a lot of identity crisis, it messes up the entire destiny because they didn't discover who they were. Identity number two brand value your value. Your value, if you're listening to me, can I give you some very interesting stats? Personal branding. Now, there are some gentlemen in the world that did some personal branding and emerged as champions, and I've emerged in champions. Many of you are familiar with uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather, right? Floyd Mayweather uh, single-handedly had an endorsement deal of 150 US dollars, not for fighting, but for his brand, brand value, okay? Beyonce one night sang and performed for Muammar Gaddafi for just one night, which was a a show for three hours and two million US dollars. Do the math in Uganda shillings, that's about what? Five billion and above, okay? All right. Lionel Messi, uh, just recently retire- uh, re- uh, leaving Barcelona, had got an endorsement deal of 22 million US dollars. Remember, this is not for doing what they do best, but this is just for just brands to relate with them because of their brand value. Cristiano Ronaldo, 27 million US dollars. Huh. How? Let's talk about Tiger Woods, 50 million US dollars for playing his golf so well. Roger Federer, 58 million US dollars. Why am I telling you all this? Proverbs twenty-two, twenty-nine. 29. Show me a man skilled in his work, a woman skilled in his work. He shall stand before kings. When you understand your brand value, it means that when you tender in your resignation at your workplace, they will ask you, What can we do to retain you? Not, When are you leaving? You've got to be so irreplaceable on earth that at your deathbed or when they announce your date one day, people are going to ask, Who is going to fill these shoes? Not that you've not had transitional leadership to let people replace you, but because the value you gave to the world was so immense. Number three, brand proposition. Brand proposition represents what you are offering to the world. Remember, we are, unfortunately, we're in a world where everything is transactable your gift is transactable, your skill is transactable, your everything is transactable, your time is transactable, you have the job you have, you're an entrepreneur, whatever you're doing, you're transacting, your brand proposition. What in life, take note of this, I love this, one of my favorite quotes, in life you don't get what you deserve, you get what you negotiate for, okay? So right, brand proposition, and then brand package, Okay, brand package is gonna take us to the, to, to the breakdown. Brand package, then there's the brand price, and then there's the brand legacy, okay? So one, identity, your brand identity. Two, your brand value. Three, your brand proposition. Four, your brand package. Five, your, uh, six, your brand price. Finally, your brand legacy. Let's go to the breakdown. Physical, which relates to your brand package and value. I had this a DFCU guy, a gentleman who, 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 who introduced himself. Now, today, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you why I'm telling you this. So, physically, your brand proposition, your brand proposition physically states that, uh, Luke 2, 5, to those of you that are familiar with the word, and the boy Jesus grew in stature, in wisdom, and in favor with men and with God, in stature, stature. That's about stature, your stature. Your stature is your physical presence. Can we talk a little more about this? Before we discuss anything about your brand, intellectually, in terms of wisdom, in terms of whatever you have to offer, you've heard about people who go, "I'm going to sing, but don't mind about the voice, mind about the words and the message." No, 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 no. People don't not don't only mind your content, but they also mind about your substance, but also mind about your packaging and presence. So the reason I brought up the DFC thing is that uh, I've been looking for the DFC CEO for a while. I have his number, but I deliberately didn't want to call him, but I wanted to meet him. Now. Because I decided my body is very important, my physical body is very important. Four times a week, I have to go to the gym and work out because I promised my daughter and myself and my family that by age 50 and 55 and 60, I still want to look as young as I am. The only thing that will have changed about me is just the gray beard. How oh, For the gray hair, man, you know, you can dye it, but the gray beard. Why? Because your personal brand is, first of all, represented by how you appear. So... When I went to the gym today, I ran into the uh, MD or ED, DFCU bank. We had a good conversation and which culminated into a potential business deal. Okay, here I'm in the gym trying to work out my body, but also I am networking because uh, from your physical body in your physical aspect, there's going to be important things like your your social capital, which is which involves and entails networking. Only that now my networking, I do it smartly by the place I identify to do my workouts because working out there will bring me close to the people I'm looking for. Okay, so your physical presence is very important. Guys, hygiene, ladies, hygiene is very important. Now, let me tell you something. Um, <clears throat> it's possible to lose a potential marriage partner or suitor simply because of not building your personal brand from a hygiene perspective, from a packaging perspective. There's a time about uh, 10 years ago, I met up with this young lady and I was intending to quote, to date and quote her. And uh, the first thing that turned me off from this lady was her English, okay? Now, I'm not judging a book by its cover, but her English turned me off her English turned me off, it was broken English. That means in building your personal brand, language is very important, language is the communication of humans. Learn language, challenge yourself to learn Spanish, French, some new languages, English, be good at it. I'm writing a book right now, be becoming the best version of yourself. Be good at what you do, whatever you do, be good at it. If it's communication, be good at it. Now this young lady's English was not good. Now, remember, I was looking for a partner who suits and, 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 and fits the pedigree of the kind of man I'm building myself to be. That's very important. So her English wasn't good. Then when we hugged her armpits, they produced a smell. There are some ladies who have told me, eh, 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 they talk to the guys in church. Hey, you, you know those preachers that say, okay, I'll reach out to your neighbor before COVID came. Reach out to your neighbor and hug. You hug a brother or sister and you're like, oh my goodness. The stench out of the mouth. uh, That's, guys, you could easily lose a business deal because of the stench coming out of your mouth. I and my house, uh, sorry, I and my wife invest greatly in, among many things, perfumes. We love colognes. I love perfumes. I love colognes. And it's very important how you smell. It brush those teeth man you reach out to greet somebody you come and you want to introduce a subject about business and somebody cannot even listen to you because the stench coming out of your mouth is horrible and these are basic things but we've got to do them well let's go to character they always say hard work tenacity uh, commitment will raise you up to high places to sit with kings but character will keep you there You can earn yourself promotions in your organization. You can earn yourself business deals worth tons of millions of dollars annually. But your character is what will keep you up there. So in building this personal brand that will be magical, you've got to build your character. Let's talk about culture. Your culture is such that you build a value system for your life. From earlier on, let me give you a, a, an interesting emotional, personal experience. When I, as I, I, I began to build my brand from earlier on, uh, when I went out in the corporate world, I made a decision in my value system. I can never be seen parked uh, at a hostel looking for a, a young lady. We've seen grown-up men, CEOs, politicians, parking by a hostel to look for a young girl. Now, I set it my, in my value system and said, that is not in my value system, to go look for a young girl at campus honestly to swaleco. and remember this is about your personal brand but this is in the area of kara kita and your culture very important culture leads us to the element of etiquette if you set a meeting to say for 2 a.m my wife knows very clearly that one of my personal values very important to build personal values gonna grow your personal brand my one of my huge traits is on timekeeping when they told me this Zoom meeting is at 6.30, I was already getting set. My wife had already prepared everything for me. And I knew that by 6, uh, I needed to be already ready. Your etiquette, personal brand. When you go to a five-star hotel, how do they dine at a five-star hotel? How do you hold a knife? How do you hold conversations? Let me tell you something I always find out in, in, uh, culture-wise and etiquette-wise. It interests me how you go somewhere in a hotel. Number one, you don't have an appointment with somebody, but you bump into Edwin because you've been looking for Edwin for so long and you actually begin to engage in a conversation with Edwin, yet he's with another person with whom he scheduled an appointment. It is rude, right? It is rude. Simply, if you really badly need to text somebody, go over with your card. Hi, sorry to interrupt you, here's my card. I've been looking for you. If they're kind enough to give you their, their, your business, their business card, then that's perfect, okay? Number two, It's always cautious. It's always cautious that if you're seated and a senior person or even somebody comes over to greet you, you rise up as etiquette to greet the person, and then you will sit down again, okay? So we we talked about the timekeeping, etiquette. You build your personal values around that. What are the things that build you up? What are the things that people talk about you when you leave a room? No one is perfect. I am not perfect, but every single day there are habits that I work on. For instance, and I know that one of the traits that I grew up with a little bit was a short temper. Lately, I've learned the essence of, first of all, breathing in and out before I react to a situation. There was a time I was at Java's and I wanted to pick something It had delayed and I yelled a little bit. But as I walked out, remember the other thing of the inner witness? The inner witness reminded me, hey, you were rude. I went back and told us the lady, was I rude? Of course, she was afraid of me. And she said, like, no, no, you weren't. I was like, I'm so sorry. And I actually tipped her. I said, I'm so sorry. It's very important to continually evaluate every second of your life. If you're a husband to a wife, have I treated my wife well? Have I spoken rudely to her? And man, don't be egoistic that you cannot even humble yourself to be able to apologize to your wife. Okay. Or your colleague at work. You are a boss or supervisor in your workplace. And then you make an error and you can't even evaluate that you made an error. My time is running out. Um, Okay, stature, I've talked about, stature, I've talked about, okay, finally, uh, Proverbs 22.1, it says that a good, a name is better than riches, reputation. So personal branding, apparently, is all wrapped up in one thing, reputation. Your reputation can be built for years, ruined in minutes. That doesn't mean certain bad things won't happen to you. But even when they do, you've got to build the formula, the strategy to be able to build yourself upwards and rise up again. So discover your identity, build your brand value, build your brand proposition well, brand package is very important, and your brand price, you know, and your legacy is very important. I'll close by telling you guys, if you build your personal brand, then you will begin to play in what they call the Blue Ocean League, The Blue Ocean League is the one opposed to the Red Ocean League. This is an area where there are no crowds, where the people that rise to the highest echelons of success dwell. This is where the one person, someone called me one day at 2 a.m. from the U.S. and I was awake and they say, what, 2 a.m. in Uganda, why are you awake? Because I'm speaking to you right now in my home office. Uh, I've been telling people lately, if you're designing a home, it's very important to have an office. But listen, what happened? I told this guy, the reason I'm up at 2 a.m. is because, one, the price of admission to the 1% of this world just grew higher. If you want to be alongside the leads of the Elon Musk's of this world, you've got to put in the work, you've got to pay the price, okay? And then it's very important for you to discover that whatever is going to happen in your life is not just going to be a miracle. God enjoys taking us through processes. Ladies and gentlemen, when you build your personal brand, Three things will happen. You will attract people to you. Number two, you will live a life fulfilled. Number three, you will attract resources. And that is my submission to you. And I hand over once again if there are any questions. Thank you so much.
2: Yes, Edwin. Thank
1: you very much. I, I'll step in for the president while he tries to make sure everything in the kitchen is being cooked quite well. Thank you very much for that uh, proliferation of knowledge that you've shared with us. It was really diverse and wide. The Bible verses there, there are quotes there, there are stories there, so it was really a whole buffet of knowledge. Thank you very much. So at this juncture, I'll hand over to Gladys, who's going to take us through the question and answers. And since you're really shared uh, for quite a while, I believe we shall have to run through the questions and answers quickly. So Gladys, if you're ready, I'll hand over to you now. Thank you.
3: Oh, yes, I am. Yes, I am, Kevin. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much, Mr. Edwin Musime. Uh, I am sure I speak for myself when I, when I say that we are so grateful for having once in a lifetime opportunity to have been poured into uh, in a very passionate and a very whole holistic kind of way. It's very rare that we we get people to tell us about these things that are very, very important to, to, to personal growth and development. Um, so I guess I'll take the first question that comes from, that comes from Mrs or Miss Winnie Siwawa. And um, she's asking if there are any exercises and books you could recommend for self-discovery since this is the beginning of branding. So could you have any books that um, you could recommend that you have gone through that, that you validate to take someone through the journey? As you said, branding is a journey. Do you have books that you could recommend to help someone go through this process smoothly and up? And actually, arrive at an authentic brand.
0: Oh, do I answer each question at a time?
3: Uh, yeah, since it's the only okay, question in the group so far. All all right,
0: let's okay. Now, I don't know how many of you are, are there any people that are watching the, me on video?
3: Uh yes, yes,
0: uh, yes. So okay, I'm gonna show you a few things and I'll tell you why. Okay. This is an amazing book on inspire your home, easy affordable ideas to make every room glamorous. It's an interior designing book. Quite expensive. It's about five hundred eighty thousand from Aristock. Okay. This is one, okay. Um, this is a book I've written on Joseph Economic Transformation. Okay. This is a book I'm reading on. I'm gonna tell you why. Robert Greene on Mastery, um, Flashes of Thought, Sheikh Maktoum, Dubai, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, okay, Moses Mokisa, Straightforward Financial Growth, where have I shown you these books? Mrs. Winnie, there is no particular book I'm going to recommend, but these are two things I want to say to you. Number one, you've got to be a human that reads widely. Uh, One of my favorite books is the Bible. Number two, do you see this in my hands? Those of you that are watching? See that? All these are Forbes
2: magazines.
0: All these are Forbes magazines. Why do I read Forbes? Because I get in touch with the mind for many millionaires, game changers in Africa. So, number one, when you are going to grow your intellectual capital, that's part of my seven, uh, seven capitals uh, uh, presentation. One of them is the intellectual capital. If you want to grow your intellectual capital for personal development, number one, you don't focus on one area. You first of all, read generally. Diverse, biology, chemistry, the aviation industry, the, uh, the, 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 the architecture world, engineering, medical world, read wild, wildly and widely. Then importantly, next, remember the point on identity and discovery of your purpose after reading generally and you have a general knowledge and perspective to the globe and the world and how it operates. You begin to define your niche. Now, my niche one. I'm an entrepreneur. I read books on success, entrepreneurship, business growth, etc. Google is your friend. It has all these things. By the right now, if you Googled your area, I don't know Miss, Mrs. Wynne, what your area is. There must be a particular area of line that you're looking for. Is it agriculture, is it education, is it uh, zoology, whatever it is. Now, after I read about business, I run a construction company, I run an interior designing firm. I will read as much as I can. If you go to my phone right now, it's filled with images of interior design and architectural designs. Right here in my office, I've got a screen over there that's always loaded with content on interior designing, architectural designs. Why? Because that's the world I mean. Then I take off time to read about fashion because I run a fashion label. So first you read generally, but two, you find your niche. Now I wouldn't recommend any particular book, frankly speaking, but when you discover your niche, you will go, there's a whole wide cross section of books that you can read. And then also very importantly, you listen to the guys that will push your particular niche. Whether it's in business, entrepreneurship, whatever it is, when you go on Google and YouTube, you find all these things. So I, I'm, I, to my degree, I didn't go to pursue a master's, a PhD and all that because I discovered, uh, by the way, if you are here and you have a master's PhD, it's okay, no offense, no I'm, about, no, I'm about it. But I realized that I can self-teach myself all the things I need to know because I wasn't so much about the papers and accolades, I was more, much more about effectiveness and how I can be effective in my purpose on earth. So. Mrs. Winnie, that's a task that you have for tonight, discovering your niche, but also reading wildly. Someone was asking for my contact, uh, 0750. That's my WhatsApp number. Uh, You can WhatsApp me until uh, not beyond 7 p.m. 0750. Okay, for today, it's okay since we just finished the session. 0750-398383. That's 0750-398383. Thank you so much.
3: Okay, thank you so much, um, Mr. Edwin. I, I really hope um that question was answered. Um, Madam Winnie. And a follow-up question on what you just said. Um you say that the 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 the, the hack is to find your niche, but what if you finding your niche is sort of limiting to the to the audience that you because I, I believe we are trying to create this personal brand to, to, to help us with credibility, to, 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 to help us stand out of sorts. But then what happens, because we live in a world that is out there, my niche could be, uh, okay, I'll, I'll be random. My niche could be dressing in Ogumesi. But then in the world out there, people, are giving accolades to people wearing suits, they're giving people to, they're giving accolades to people that they identify with. So how do we bridge the gap between um, competition and then authentic sorry authenticity? Like is there a way that you did it that you were able to stay authentic to your act yourself, but at the same st- at the same time still be, you know, admirable to the vast audience or to the vast target market? or whatever, is there where you can bridge them?
0: Ah, I have a good answer for you. You will not please everybody in the world. If you want to please everybody in the world, go sell ice cream, then you'll get smiles from everybody. I do not live my life to get accolades from people of the world, no. Simon Mainwaring said, the keys to brand success are self-definition, transparency, authenticity, and accountability. I'm accountable to three people in this life, to God, to myself, to my wife and, family, and of course, to the wider public, but the wider public comes forth. <laughs> Let me give a simple example. So many of you were familiar with my wedding when I chose a lady called Anita Barilla as my best lady to fit the best man. It was different. I got all sorts of insults. Some churches thought that was, oh yeah, this guy's marrying two women at the same time. Oh, this guy's promoting uh, LGBT. Yeah, sometimes, You can care about what the world sees. Sometimes, let me tell you something. Have you seen that quote that says that uh, most of the time you spend our 20s, 30s, 40s thinking about what people were thinking about us. And uh, and actually, when we get into our 40s, 50s, 60s, we realize actually people didn't give a care. So in discovering myself, I do things my way. My wife knows one thing about me. I do things the Edwin way. And this is what happens. If God, if my conscience is clear with God, then I'm good. If you're not okay with something about me, Yes, you can run it by me, but I'm not going to go by what your opinion is because everybody's got an opinion, okay? So it's very important that you, you discover yourself. Now, can your niche be limiting? No. I'll give you an example. I am a preacher of the word. When you catch me preaching, ooh, I preach real good, okay? But I run a construction company. You're going to find me in my helmet and gum boots, working with my guys, inspiring them, and all that kind of thing. And yeah, that's me. When you find me running my fashion label and promoting my brands, the Daniel Klein watches and perfumes and all that, that's, where, that's, that's a different heart. I will do a lot of life coaching. I do that well. I research to teach and motivate and inspire people. That's another null niche Find me designing, I get involved in the designs of the houses that we work on, that the offices we work on. So my niche is not limited. What defines me entirely is let me, let me give a simple example. Jesus one time asked the disciples, who do people say I am? But by the time he asked, what do pe- who do people say I am? He had first of all identified and defined himself. So you define yourself first, let the world come second. Many of us do it the wrong way. We allow the world to define us and we go by the world's definition of us. No way. Define yourself, set your price, set your mark of value. The world will fall in place.
3: Wow. Thank you. Point noted. Uh, I will give other people a chance to actually ask their questions. And uh, this time around, I think since we have three people uh, with their, two people with their hands up and one question in the chat room, uh, we will go at once and then you could answer all three at once. I don't know if it's it's okay uh-huh. so for you to answer three questions at once. Okay. So I'll ask I'll ask um, Esther Grace to unmute and ask her question, and then be followed by Mr. Wanyama, Wanyama Kevin, Miss Grace.
2: Thank you so much, Edwin, for that wonderful presentation. My question is: since you're in best position to answer this, how do you recover from, for lack of a better word? And impairment, like going after you've gone through a state, there is a story that has come up, for example, and it has tarnished your brand. More so for people whose whose professions are directly linked to their brands. And you need to recover. When your brand is impaired, some, somehow your self-esteem also goes down and you're struggling to meet them people and talk to them well at times each time you meet with people they're asking you to probably give them an explanation how do you recover from that entire situation and come back to your feet something like that
1: okay i get it
2: uh thank
3: you esther um followed by kevin mr kevin uh, thank
1: you very much gladys thank you very much gladys Yes, Edwin, mine is, uh, I want to take you back to earlier in the presentation, you spoke about, you defined a brand in a really short and brief statement. You said a brand is what people say about you when you are not in the room. So my question uh, is really, yes, you could have a brand which is good. Maybe you're a good speaker and you're very courteous in public, yet your character is actually rotten. So how can we be, be able to see through this where someone presents a facade which is really a manipulative facade, which is not their true nature, and we go by that later to find out that what their true character is is quite the opposite of that. You see this a lot in marriages and dating where this hot chick comes with a really nice accent, very good character, very good manners in public, but when you take her home, she turns out into a kind of monster. Thank you. How can we be able to see through people's facades and go deep down to their actual character? Thank you.
3: Thank you so much, um, Wanyama Kevin. Uh, so Esther is asking um, how to recover from uh, poor branding and Kevin is uh, asking on fake branding. Um, let me just ask just one question in the chat room. Uh, hopefully it won't be too much so that we can save one time. Uh, Mr. Daniel Duke Change is asking, I've heard that consistency is inevitable inevitably key to building a personal brand. I've also heard that it's okay to quit today and wake up tomorrow and try again. Um, Mr. Daniel would would love to know your views on that statement. Is it okay to just quit today and wake up tomorrow and try again in regards to branding? Uh, Hopefully uh, those three questions will help us understand the topic better. So off to you, Mr. Edwin.
1: All right,
0: I'll start here. How do you recover from brand impairment? <clears throat> uh, I didn't get the name of the person that asked, but first I'll say, remember, yeah. brand uh, brand growth, personal uh, development of a brand is a process, okay? This process sometimes is going to have, just like companies go through uh, uh, tainted images and all that. I Like I gave you an example. I went through one when I went through a Uh, a loss of a marriage and then the stories and you know it's so interesting that when you go through a dent in your life it's a phase but in this phase all kinds of stories will be told about you the false and everything because people have opinions in the world of social media and online and dicto and all that everybody can say anything the key thing is in building your personal brand you need to understand what's more important. And the more important thing is the foundation. I mean, construction, and I understand this better, that the strength of any structure is not in how beautiful the aesthetics and interior and exterior looks like. No, it's in the foundation. You build your foundation right now. Uh, common, Common statement, Ronald Reagan, familiar? Expect the best, but prepare for the worst. Now, what what happens if I wake up and I make a sudden mistake and something goes wrong, whether it's with the company or whether it's with my individual positioning? The key solution here is, first of all, to understand that it's a process. You're dealing with people, you're dealing with humans, they're quick to judge. Many human beings, I always say, have taken the judgment thrown from God and they are quick to judge, they will throw judgments at you. Now, when you understand that that's the normal, like it's a normal, Right. You normalize it. That will always happen. So when you normalize it, it doesn't shock you. How do you repair this brand impairment? You go on a journey and a process of, I like to always rediscover myself. Nobody is perfect. Whenever I go to the gym, I like asking the older guys or even the guys my age who are there, like poking questions. So how do I succeed in this? The other day I was with a lawyer, very high high-level lawyer, but young, very wealthy. And we're talking about life He's just sharing about life. So learn as much as you can from different people. But very importantly, confidence. You see, you don't begin to build confidence the time your personal brand is attacked or your company brand is attacked. No, that's why companies have crisis management teams or departments to prepare for the worst. So you don't begin to build your confidence at the time you, you, you receive a hit. No, you begin right now building your confidence so that it is not about what they say, but it's, what, it's, it's about what you say to yourself, I'm stronger, I'm better, I'm wiser, I'm determined to move on with my life. You get dumped by your guy, you get dumped by your girl, they're going to say all sorts of things, build your self-confidence before anything attacks you, that's, one, that's your line of defense, build it starting tonight google up things and all that relate with people there's one thing my friends know about me so there was one time that they they took a bait on me and said a hundred dollars we were the Serena. a hundred dollars if you go you you say you can reach anybody a hundred dollars if you go reach out to that guy there was some british guy who had come into the country and quite very influential and all that and i was like okay so how much fifty dollars okay fifty dollars In my mind, I already had this $50, why? I had the confidence in me that I can approach anybody because I've learned the skill of human relating. So what I did that day, of course, as usual, I wasn't in a suit, but I was in a very nice polo t-shirt and nice jeans and nice moccasins. I walked over the gender, hello, how are you doing? Hope you are well. Now, while I was saying those words, I was observing him. What I observed, I observed something about Oracle in his hands, and I knew he must be into technology so you've got to be a very smart person in building your self-confidence as well so i began to engage him you must be in technology it's like how do you know hey observation remember i talked about observation by learning and long story short we had a 15 conversation he gave me his card i noticed he's a top executive of oracle in uh, australia and here i come back to the table with my business card they give me my 50 dollars simple as that so Build your confidence to a level of understanding who you are again. You are there's a, there's a, there's a subject I have on the making of kingsmen and kingswomen. Define who you are, understand who you are. You are a king, you are a child of God, you are not just an addition to the statistics of the two, three, six billion people in the world. You are different, you are unique. Even if you are a twin, you've got to redefine yourself and understand that you are unique and that nothing can put you down. That is something you built as a callus in your mind, and then, of course. The process requires you to pray, meditate on the word of God, and just rebuild yourself from God's perspective and not man's perspective. Kevin, uh, how do you tell fake people and all that? There are two answers to this. Number one, if somebody is presenting, and of course there's a lot of fakes, just like you have the fake dollar and the authentic dollar, there's a lot of fake people and real people. Two approaches, number one, if I'm not interested in discovering your fakeness or authenticity, I'm not going to give a damn because it's gonna be a wastage of time. I'm not in the business of CIA investigating who everybody is It's gonna waste a lot of your time. So if I don't have any interest in doing business with you, relating with you or whatever it is, I will greet you, shake your hand or whatever it is, move on with my life. Do you get the point? So you're not in the business, Kevin, of doing CIA on everybody. Approach number one. Approach number two, interest, where interest is. Interest is you might wanna date this guy you might want to get into business with this person. Now, this is where you've got to, to have high levels of intelligence, secret intelligence that comes by discernment, discernment that comes from a place of a prayerful person that I can easily meet somebody. And prayer, prayer, prayerfulness doesn't start from the person you meet somebody. Again, back to the foundation, I've got a prayer altar over there in my office, and that's where I pray every night and every morning and all that kind of thing. By the time I come out of my prayer place, I know when I meet certain people, today i will know who i can do business with and who i want now kevin if it's a girl i'm dating and hoping to date court marry and all that life is about risk sometimes you're going to take the risk because unfortunately life doesn't unfold where we have all the answers i get into business and i'm not sure it's going to work out then it works out some doesn't work out so with a relationship you're going to pray about this person relate with this person but there are certain levels of discernment you can get to and you can tell this is a fake how do you know that? If I gave you a dollar bill right now, that was fake, oh,
1: sorry, right. Okay, just a minute.
2: Now,
0: uh,
1: I'll just show
0: you something small. Oh, sorry. Okay, just, just quickly. These are two notes, okay? One is a brand new fresh note, another is old, okay? Now, how do I tell which is fake and not fake? I'm not gonna necessarily tell by the this looking sore, flashy and nice, and this looking old. There are features on these notes that tell their originality or their fakeness. Okay? So every human being has certain flaws. If you live long enough with patience to understand and relate with these people, you will understand that certain features, mm, wait a minute, that feature, that value doesn't represent what I stand for. You can design these things. So, Kevin, there's a way you can design. their are features to every person. There are features to every business there are features to every individual that can tell you whether they are fake or the original or authentic time reveals quite a lot about people but also importantly again pray about stuff pray about a business deal pray about a person pray about a life partner okay uh someone asked on how i balance work construction the preaching and all that again life is lived in a way of equilibrium balance you find your equilibrium I have enough time for family. I have enough time to exercise. I have enough time to, right now at the moment we're doing about 11, 12 sites, construction sites. During COVID, that was my busiest time actually. I think at times I would get home slightly late. Now I'll make up and create some time for machala. So it's very important that you you balance up your life. Translated as whose number is it okay translated as the black hair works for the gray hair so what if i do now i know that there will be a, a time when i'll be 50 and 60 and i can't do the things i can do right now so right now i have got to put in the work preach the word work build my tents do the construction i'm, I'm the founder of chamber of young entrepreneurs we've just founded a, a foundation called abra foundation i'm into charity and philanthropism at the moment and it will shock you how talented human beings are how innovative we are how creative we are so Play it smart, not necessarily just hard. When you work smart, you're able to run all these things. You talked about consistency, finally. Consistency, what happens if I wake up and this doesn't work and that kind of thing? Hey guys, like I said in the beginning, life is not a straight line. There's some businesses I've done and they failed. Right now, Chris Group, the organization I humbly run as CEO and chairman, runs about seven companies. Besides me being a preacher and executive director and, Poonwos, and being the president of the ABRA Foundation, OK, my life requires that at least once before COVID came in, once every month, I should, I'm traveling at least twice either to Europe or to America, whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, there are things in life I've done and tried and they failed. I talked about my first failed marriage. OK, there are businesses I tried and failed out. There have been failed friendship relationships. These failures didn't determine, didn't define me. No, I needed to define myself around all these and get out of them and redefine myself. So it's not wrong to close something and start another. And listen to me closely, the last thing I'm gonna say to you. Don't allow people to define the failings of your life as your identity. For instance, I closed the church. I, I stopped pastoring the church. I was pastoring Transformation City Church when I was going through a divorce. But I stayed a preacher. Why? Because at that point in time, emotionally, I was not in the right place to preach. I handed over to another leadership team. Today, I run another ministry called Dwell Ministries. Okay. So at that moment, I took a decision and people talked. People will always talk. Ah, he has fallen. But boss, behind that. Uh, closet, eh? I was deep with my God and it didn't matter what people said. But that wasn't me. So don't allow people to define you. Your business collapses and you say, this business is not working well. I'm going to shut that. I'm going to redefine and reinvent. Elon Musk is your example. Go read about Elon Musk how many times he's failed. But today he's a multi billionaire in dollars. So any failure within business, socially, whatever it is, let it not define you. You be the master. You be in charge. Don't let people be in charge of your life. Live. Listen to this last statement. Live your life on your own terms and conditions. Thank you.